Hit the lights. You've discovered the Half Watt Podcast. We want to educate and entertain by tapping into the most trusted source of new technology, the ones installing and innovating it. You, the tradespeople that build from the ground up. Join us as we talk with industry leaders, veteran contractors, and even some young blood. Welcome aboard. Wow, 2024. Here we are. Welcome aboard. So tonight we're talking with Tyler Clausen. Tyler. Hey, how's it going? Big timer. Yeah. So we have been chatting about a couple of different things. Uh, I want to get this off my chest first before we we get into our our major discussion. And that I had a little meltdown at work about (laughs) software. And I just want to say that I think... I think it's wonderful that they have a thousand different ways to to do skin stuff. a cat to skin a cat, <laughs> and I love the fact that everybody's got some some tool, some new application, some new gizmo to make our lives simpler. But I do have to say that when it comes right down to it, all right, the more complicated you make something mm. for somebody in the field who's doing real work, real work, yeah. real turning screws blowing smoke, Mm -hmm. installing stuff, the harder you make for that person, the less efficient they are ultimately. Yeah. The less customer service you're going to do and the less money they're going to The less money that's going to come in. Right. 100%. And you you know, like I know, when you're working for a company, all all the the muckety-mucks and bean counters... You know, all that all they care about is is wheelbarrows of cash coming through the door and how you're affecting that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and like... It's amazing to me sometimes, I think about this a lot actually um, because I'm on the job all the time and I deal with it, is like we're installing fire systems for, or access systems or data systems, but you and I in particular are doing fire systems. I'm working in, you know, six, seven story buildings. Mm -hmm. I know that there's dudes out there doing high rises and stuff, so I'm not trying to say I do big ones, but mm-hmm. it's a big, it's a building, right? It's a, it's a large yeah. building that you are running an entire system for, but it all comes to a screeching halt because the head of one screw snapped off. Yeah. In the wrong position. In the, in the wrong, wrong spot. place. Yeah. And now everyone, everyone shut up. Everyone shut up. My screw is gone. <laughs> we all need to find this one specific size screw with this one fits, thread. Yeah, that fits into this yeah. specific hole. And if we don't fix that, the system doesn't work because the pole station is broken open or the key the key is broken in the pole station and it's in alarm state. You can't lock it. Like the system is broken. Yeah. Six floors, 127 modules out in the field, but one screw, one key breaks and it shuts down. And it's it's just that same idea. Like if you put more obstacles in mm-hmm. front of people, the money stops. Yeah. And the whole company has to wait for everybody to catch up with the new with with new uh, management, with new uh, operations protocol. Yeah. Yes. With new software. Yeah. Like there's so many different things that you can put in people's way, and it just slows it all down. So it's like office space. So if you have not watched Office Space, if if you are not intimately familiar with Office Space, the movie, yeah, and you listen to this podcast, shame on you <laughs> if you have not seen that movie. But that is exactly you know have you have you 
you know, we're, we're using TPS reports. Everybody's, <laughs> you know, I got the memo. I just forgot. I'll send you another memo. That is exactly what it feels like when you're out trying to do something and in the middle of it, you know, your phone's ringing, the yeah. client's upset, you know, your, your boss is like, hey, you got another call to do. You know, you're like, look, man, you yeah. know, stop. Let me focus on this. <laughs> and and then, but, you know, in, in, in our case, I, you know, I, we were earlier talking about inspections and, and different software mm-hmm. methods. Like, you know, some people use Excel, some people use fillable PDFs, some people use building reports and I'll mm-hmm. plug them. Some people use this other product. And anytime, you know, your company says, ah, well, this is, this is the latest and greatest and they hand it to you. And then in their minds, they, it's like, okay, you've already implemented you got it. it. You've Go got it, it, right? You, you, it's you, the same as a screwdriver. Yes. <laughs> there's no time. There's no ramping in to figure this shit out. You just did it. You're just magical because you figured it out. And you're going, hey, man, I, I, the, the, my phone doesn't work. I got no Wi-Fi connection, you know. And every time, every time you're giving them like an excuse on what's going on, they're looking at you like, like you're from outer space. Yeah. All they give a shit about is how come there's not more wheelbarrows of goddamn money coming through the front door? Yeah. Yeah, and you're we've like, given you what you need yeah. to get the job done. Just we gave you all the tools you need. Yeah, yeah and just oh, <laughs> but God, I, I don't just... know how to use it. Oh my God, <laughs> I don't know how to use this tool. It's a screwdriver with three sides. How's that even work? <laughs> Who makes a three-sided screwdriver? Why is it blinking? <laughs> Fuck. No, it's exactly right, man. So, anyway, I I I kind of went off this morning and 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 I, I wasn't on anybody in particular, but it was over software, and I, I just said, you know, at some point. At some point, we're gonna we're gonna we're, you're you're gonna out software you're gonna software us to death. Yeah. Okay. We, at some at some point, some schmuck is gonna be out there bending pipe or pulling wire or doing what he's got to do to get this job done. Yeah. And so the the best thing that can be done for that field technician is to shut your pie hole and support the technician. Yeah. Do what needs to happen. So that the technician is doing what he's doing so that the customer is getting what they need yeah. because the job is to fix the customer and the job is to fix the, the, the piece of equipment that's driving the customer back crap crazy. And however you get in the middle of that and screw that up for the, for the, for the technician, yeah. you're now. I think honestly a big problem. And <laughs> I say this, I, 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 I don't want to sound like a jerk, but I think a big problem is that we've started to give technicians more technology. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you look at like the relationship between a tech, the, the chain of command is apprentice, journeyman, foreman, project manager, operations manager. Let, let, yeah. A very simplified like ladder of who's in charge mm-hmm. of what, right? Mm-hmm. Who's answering to who? And um, you know, it, I think there was a point where Project managers, operations managers, they had computers. They they were the ones sitting at a computer. So they're the ones that are answering emails and mm-hmm. making phone calls. Counting beans. Yeah. And then they and then they would call the foreman and be like, Hey, this is what's happening on our side. What's going on on the field? And the mm-hmm. foreman goes, Well, this is what we got finishing up here. We're gonna we're gonna do stuff there. And then uh, and then they communicate. They do their little job, they have their meetings. And everybody does their thing. That that whole time, the foreman's on site helping the technician do work, and the technician's watching the apprentice and you know helping them sure. learn, and it works efficiently. Allegedly, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you learn by doing a bad job. And I've heard job. those I've heard those conversations. Yeah. <laughs> 
You're like, what but the hell? Then, you speak weasel? But then this great invention came out called the cell phone, right. which is basically a computer in your pocket. And now the foreman gets emails. The technician gets emails. Sometimes the apprentice gets emails. And they're like, hold up. We got and we got to stop doing I'll our stop. job yeah. so that we can answer these emails and and we can look at the cha- this whole email chain that's come in, and it's like that's the project manager's job. That's right. the that's the office people's jobs to to get be the net that catches all that and goes leave my techs alone exactly. so that they can Bingo. do their yeah. job. So, they, so don't send don't so the technicians aren't bothered by who left the back door open. Yeah, yesterday. You know, and and we found it. We, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, were you, like all of a sudden, well, someone someone didn't take the trash out. We're like, we're gonna, <laughs> you're going to take the trash out every goddamn day. You're like, really? This, like, is, this is the most important goddamn thing you can think of. We're saying this on a podcast that's being listened to on phones at work, by the way. No, so I get the it. The irony no, is I'm, not escaping <laughs> us. <laughs> Isn't it ironic? <laughs> it's like a black fly in your chardonnay. But you know, I, I I'm just saying. <laughs> The technology can be good or bad. Yeah. Don't use your cell phone to pound nails. Boo. Wrong. Right. Yeah. Okay. Do use your cell phone to listen to our podcast. Yay. Yeah. Right? Subscribe. Don't throw leave your... Leave a review. Yes. Leave a, subscribe. Leave a review. Stop doing your job for five minutes. <laughs> Tell other people about it. Yeah. I mean, we should... <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So, <clears throat> at this point in doing... I mean, it's, it's 2024. In this point in doing yeah. this podcast... As long as we have, how come, how come we have no corporate sponsors? Like, have we pissed off everybody in the industry that we they don't have. want to sponsor? You know what it was? It was the name episode where we, where we, we tried to name a bunch, stuff. a bunch of names out there. That's we Gage's like, fault, <laughs> So I think, you know, look, if you like this podcast and this is important to you because we do represent your trade, right? All you low voltage guys, and even you non low voltage guys, because mm-hmm. there's some people. I even have a low voltage guy I work with who's getting his LBME, so yeah. he's actually working in high voltage. Nice. I still call him a friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if this is for you, you got to go back to your company and go, "Hey, man, you should be listening to this. Yeah. Like, get one of our flyers. Tell your tell your general manager, your service manager, get off his ass and hire us. Like, have us come do this stuff from your." conference room on your meeting I'd be, day i'd be happy to show up hell something. yeah man. i would show up i don't work fridays i don't give a shit so you know let's let's do something like that let's go do stuff in the field let's meet these guys that are listening to our podcast I, I definitely one of the things i've always wanted to really have is a community of people that um write in and tell us what they're what they're dealing with like li- anything like literally if they're like hey i was dealing with this this sucked no. you know it we're happy to just have episodes where we read the the those stories and talk about it on the show. If we got them, if we got and, a bunch of them, yeah, it would be awesome. It would be great. I want to cultivate a community that that where, if I was an apprentice, I would be excited to be integrating into that community. Right. You know what I mean? I agree. And uh, and so yeah, that's always been a huge part of this. A, a huge part of what we do, and this is a huge tangent off of us complaining about. I'm damn pissed off about the software right now. The software, but yeah, but that's. <laughs> but I do genuinely like. I would love to hear more from our community, and and yeah, we don't have any real sponsors or anything. I mean, we've 
we've done a, a partnership with Milwaukee. When right, we did Milwaukee, that and, and we're definitely not and, not dogging them. And they've sent us stuff, and we've done our giveaway, which mm-hmm. was super awesome. Like yep. that was that was huge. That was for a us. lot of fun. Actually. Yeah, I laughed. Gage I laughed my ass off. Did such a good job. Like, like he got it into gear right at the end of the year to like make that he happen. Did. So I was really excited for that. He's that one that's all tatted up, right? That guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the navy um, guy. And it, and I would love to continue to do that, you know, and, and so, yeah, hell yeah. If we can get more people to, to come in or to, to write in that justifies stuff, people, I know, like I talk to people all the time. Anytime I'm on a job site, if I see someone pulling low voltage, mm-hmm. I hand them a sticker. I'm like, Hey, Perfect. check it out. You know? Yeah. And, and, uh, and I'm, I'm spreading the gospel of half watt. That's what I do. Well, that's what, and I, and I know I don't cause I'm my, I, I have a fixed Patients don't care about our podcast, it turns out. Like, if I staple one of those flies to their heads, yeah, they get really mad. Well, but work. the doctors get more money, right? <laughs> Why, you sta- <laughs> Why is it stapled to your forehead? What is the half watt? But, uh, you know, I mean, it's just not, you know, my audience is, is limited. I mean, I have a lot of people, but I yeah. and I don't go down the hallway and say, look, I realize that you're, you have terminal cancer, but... <laughs> If you would just, if you would just, (laughs) if you would just come out of your coma long enough to listen to what I have to say, (laughs) we don't need to come out of their coma. Just put the headphones over their their ears, press play. My wife says that I should have done, like, sleepy time. Like when I when I start talking about really complicated things, she passes out. Yeah. So so, just record yourself say talking about you know physics and stuff. Let's talk about the electron. You can just see it. I can hear people crashing all over the highways. Oh, Mike went on away with tangents again. But I think that if we could do field interviews with people, if yeah. we could get more people through the door, like I had a guy reach out to me today. Yeah. Well, Colton reached out to me uh, yeah. to show me a fire panel that I had heard of but never really seen, and he's working on. It's um, I want to say it's off the top of my head. Mallory, it's the uh, the one that they put in um, the. Uh, uh, I can show you. you. Got a picture of it right here. Have you ever heard of the moose? Yeah. Oh yeah. Moose was I, I a worked, big. Moose I was a big a moose the other day. Monaco. That's what it is. This is a Monaco fire panel. Oh. Monaco's uh, Scott Leclerc at PSI told me what Monaco was. It was a brand out of Spokane. Uh-huh. Spoken. <laughs> and uh, they do a lot of uh, military and government installations. And you know. Oh, okay. And Colton's working on it. So nice. He just sent me that today. Yeah. So we have information coming from Oklahoma, <laughs> a state that I don't even think exists, but whatever. But you know, if this is if this is for you, right? Yeah. Jump in, jump in. I want to hear from every tech from every state, man. I want to hear Something. what it's like to be a, a low volt, a, a monkey, a wire monkey in the East Coast, uh, yeah. IT guy on you know in the in Texas. I don't in care. Florida. Yeah. We want to see Florida, man. I want to hear what it's like to run the fire system in Disneyland. Right, right. That's a good, that's a good, yeah. That would be a crazy you know, cool episode. the guy who used to sell stuff to him is Kurt Hink from Simplex. He actually used really? to yeah, he used to sell for Anaheim, for, for the Disneyland in Anaheim. That's crazy. Yeah, honest to God. He did that before he came up here to Portland. I bet, so I mean, it's there is inf- there are people out here who know it. <laughs> I bet it's really intricate. I bet there's oh, some sure crazy stuff going on over there, right? Because like they've got all kinds of stuff. Do- doesn't Disney have? I mean, we can go super deep into Disney conspiracy theories, but doesn't Disney have a specific color of green that they paint stuff so that you don't notice it? 
I don't know if it's green. I know that they have seen their heads painted because last time I was there, I could see it. They they had what now? They have their they paint their heads. They paint the mm-hmm. okay to, to match the decor. Yeah, because I was because I because. Uh, I can't go anywhere where I'm not noticing. Pulled, you know, yeah, you know, <laughs> oh, that's a pretty good install. I did that at my storage unit the other day. I walked into my storage unit. I was like, "This is a pretty good install." So you know, if you got who, if you did the Oregon City Trojan storage unit, Trojan man, oh, that's a different kind of a Trojan. Yeah. That's a different Trojan. Yeah. I've been I've been by that Trojan all the time. Yeah, and we have a massive. feed stores up there for horses. Whoever did the fire system there, really? kudos, well done. Wow. Yeah, and is it a silent night? I don't know. I just see the wire and the hmm. way that they ran the wire because it's all exposed yeah. in, uh, with uh, the metal ceiling. Well, there's an electrical company right across the street from them. Maybe they did it. Prairie, I think, is right there. Oh, okay. Right there on this, right across the street from me. They just walked across the street. Prairie, reach out. Let us know if you yeah, want to Yeah, what's show. up with that? But um, we need to have specific companies. Like, we need to talk to people around us, right? We have a ton of companies in the Portland area. A ton. If you type in like security systems or fire systems, you're, you're going to get like a hundred different mm-hmm. people just in Portland. Yeah. Not even like Salem and, you know, Bend or wherever, uh, Spokane, wherever, like Portland alone. So we need, I, I want to meet people because we talk about performance. Right. We talk about uh, my company. We talk we, about Everon. Ad, talk ADT, about, yeah. yeah uh, um, it's not ADT. It's not it's ADT. Not ADT. Well, I was saying it because we've talked about it when it was ADT. Oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Talked about um, up on the hill all the time, yeah. the hospital. Like, it's – we got our three. <laughs> we got those down. <laughs> and then great. And engage. And engage, who, yeah. I want to hear I want to hear from the small companies. Right. I want to hear the from the guys companies. that – Yeah, that, like, have – four or five techs and right. like and you're just running out of somebody's garage i yeah. want to hear from you guys yeah like well and like we've had dakota on and yeah. and kieran also started his own company it's half watt electric no no yeah yes straight goods and he did not like steal the name he just I mean, happened he to choose half watt yeah and we just happened name. to choose half watt sounds and like so, he's a genius he is whoever came up with that genius name. <laughs> so yeah he and he's and he's good he knows his stuff so you know he's so i i talk to him from time to time yeah uh i'm always interested in dakota and watching him grow yeah uh and in his company if you have a small business hell if you have a business and you're interested in promoting yeah. what you do if you take pride in your work give us a call drop us an email we want to have you on the show we yeah, want to do something we want to start doing roundtables with people more so that we're just chatting and yeah. and talking about what it's like to be in the industry what it's like to deal with a thousand emails a day oh, that's the worst <laughs> well okay now and i do this thing on my first night of class where i go around and introduce everybody and see where they work and what they yeah. did before they they got into the trade so that everybody realizes that oh gosh you worked as a bartender. I worked as a bartender. I had a guy who was a pilot, right? I mean, there's all these different backgrounds. So even if you come in here because you are happen to be an electrician now, you know, the guy we were going to interview tonight who wound up having to work yeah. uh, was a SEAL. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I have a total man crush. Yeah. Let's have a total man crush. I've been hearing stories about this guy before I even met you. (laughs) Yeah. Because of people I know that have worked with him. Yeah. Yeah. He's the he's the real McCoy. (laughs) And he's a good guy and he 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 just, you know, 
I wouldn't poke him in the eye. Or maybe you can poke him in the eye. I'm not going to poke him in the eye. Why don't you poke him in the eye? I've heard what he can do. I'm not going to poke him in the eye. (laughs) That's for you, Jim. So anyway, uh, I, you know, so, but there's just, there's people out there with interesting skill sets. Like I had a guy who worked for me who, um, who got into? I always wanted to do this. He he bought the parachute and the big gas powered fan. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, like paragliding. Par- paragliding. Par- yeah. Yeah. And he did that. He broke yeah. his leg doing it, but he still did it. What? Yeah. And then he left our company and went and opened up his own suppression company. So and he's a total like, like, like that's his like, you know, crazy mm-hmm. ass sports are his thing. Yeah. So he's living on the edge of time. And yeah. I've got, we, yeah. we got to get him in here quick before he bounces into an electrical wire or something. But um, that's, you know, it's it's that, uh, th- for this year, what I'm looking for is to get more guests and more roundtables. The roundtables are fun. They're really fun. Yeah. I enjoy listening to people just chat. Interviews are really cool, right? Yeah, you know, but, there's nothing but wrong it, with that. It, it gets a little monotonous of like, of like, okay, here's another question for you. Let's let's dive into this it's always fun to get to know people and see where they're at but the round tables where people i f- i feel like people are more excited to share their mm-hmm. ideas you know and and what they've experienced a little bit more like you're right and i and I, that's what i get really excited about listening to and it's a little bit more lighthearted. you can say fun stupid things mm-hmm. and it's a little more entertaining so i like that and i think you're right I, and 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 I and I, I love to lecture, but I lecture all the time. And it's like, well, you know, <laughs> you do it every lecture week. All the yeah. time. So, you know, and it, and it's nice to to get a break. It's nice to get something different happening. Yeah. So it so we're 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 begging you. We're we're not. <laughs> I mean, look, I'll beg. Okay, I, I'll, let me get on my knees. Hold on. Okay, you're actually getting on your knees. That's okay. I'm right now. I'm I'm on my knees. I'm begging you. You you're listening to this podcast. Get off your ass and send us an email. Get a hold of us and let's let's get you in here. Right, hold on. Halfwattpod Give at gmail because I can't get it right. Yeah. Halfwattpod at gmail That's it. So let's get you in here and let's talk. Let's let's have some fun. Share your stories even through the I mean, genuinely we want to read stories. Yeah. We that's been that's been a goal of mine since day one. Like that was when I went to Mike to present this idea, I was like, we can get we can set up an email, people can email us, we can do episodes where we just read it. That's what I've wanted from day one. So if you guys yeah. are if you're in Washington, California, Idaho, and you can't make it all the way to downtown Canby, Oregon. That's fine. We can do remote episodes. We can, or like, like you know, over does, the internet, we include, can read. Does this emails. include Vancouver? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Obviously. All right. If, okay. Speaking of Vancouver, if you're in Canada, I think we have a couple of Canadian listeners. If you're godless Canadian, you can come here too. <laughs> you can. You can write it. What if you live in Warshakle? My new name for for Washougal is Washougal. Washougal. I said I read that past my wife. She goes, "What?" I said, "It's not Washougal. It's Washougal. Just th- one. It's one syllable." I think we have. I think we have a couple listeners in the UK as well. Oh, I would love to have. I would love. I would love to hear what yeah. they have to say. I would <laughs> um, love to hear. I so one of the things I talked to my wife about. Um, was like 
what if we what if we left America? Like, what if where would we go if we were like it's too much? Living in America is just too much, okay. right? Um, some people might agree with it, some people might disagree with it, but I'm like, what else is out there in the world, okay. right? Where would so, you go? So what we talked about was okay, UK would be a, another place. Yeah. Um, that's almost it. <laughs> really? <laughs> Until, of all the places uh, yeah. to go in the we, entire we're like, globe, we want we want English speaking, right? Because okay. we don't we're not going to learn another. You're language. not going to learn Mandarin. She fine. said probably Korea would okay. be on her list, and I was like, that's fine. Except there's that whole northern section that freaks me out, man. Well. Um. And okay, then, but, and then, but then I was like, "What about good old? What, what about good old Middle Earth? Some New Zealand action? Yeah, or uh, Australia? Nope, no not, Australia you're not, not because of the spiders. The spiders, <laughs> the crocodiles. Because everything the, wants to every, sting and bite you. And everything kill you. wants to kill you. Yeah, in, want, in I have to agree with that. The air, the yeah. plants, the animals, and some most of the time the people. Yeah, it's, no, I get it. No, that's that's a good call. I'm sorry, but, Australia. But, but you go you go a few hundred miles to the west, to the east, whatever it is. Yeah, and bam, you're in New Zealand, that's God's better. paradise, right? Yeah. Um, and I looked into it, and there's actually like they at least they did at the time. I don't know if they do anymore. It was it was a few years ago. I looked, but they actually had like these open applications that you could fill out if you have trade experience. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Where you could basically be like, hey, I'm a I'm a local technician. I want to live in New Zealand for the next three years. Can I can I work for you guys? Hmm. And you basically get a work visa. You you get a job. I go to when New Zealand up. and work. Right. I didn't say that to my boss who's listening. Never mind. I'll stay here. But but if you're not listening, dude, I'll go to New Zealand to work. I just love the accent. Yeah. Or I, South Africa. I'd go to South Africa. You go to South America. Africa? Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I, I I only know like one or two things about South Africa and I don't like I well, no, so I would I, I wouldn't much. I mean I would go there just to just to I've been to Africa but I've never been to South Africa. I was on East Africa. But I would go there. I would I would go I would go to Kenya. Yeah. I just don't want to get bombed or blow up, but I would go to places that, like, you know, I don't want to go to the Middle East right now. It seems a little uh, touchy. But um, where I wanted to go when I divorced was uh, St. Martin. I totally oh, okay. was, I, well, I fell in love with St. Martin. That's, uh, that's in the it's in the Caribbean. Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's a, it's a, and it's half French and half Dutch. And yeah. so my idea was to go there. And I probably wasn't going to do fire. I was going to have to do security or access control, probably security, hmm. uh, or and fire both. I, I was willing to throw my my hat in the ring to do. Look, if it has a wire on it, I'll probably figure it out. And then you can get uh, dual citizenship there, and then oh, you can really? either go to France or or uh, you know almost Denmark. Stop. Thank you. God. My brain completely vaporized. What do you like, call it? Deutschland. Deutschland. No, come on. <laughs> That's Germany. That's Germany. Bro. No, it, but it just kind of just went. Uh, it, I went, it actually said Dutchland, and I went. Uh, <laughs> That's a little stupid. So right off the bat, now I can't immigrate there because they won't have nothing. They to won't. Do with yeah. Me. But um, no, I, I really wanted to go to France, uh, France or, yeah. or Denmark, and and that was that was my my goal was yeah. was. Um, was to go live in Europe, and and I I happen to have a, a very strong uh, affection for the French. Uh, people mm. love to 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 make fun of the French. They sure. they just think that that's hilarious to call them you know cheese eating surrender monkeys and all that crap. Uh, 
I, I will put out a couple of things. The French have very strong military. The French have like ballistic missiles. You know where the French ballistic missiles are pointed at? No, I don't know either. You know the people who know? The French. Do you know where they're pointing at? The, the French point them at whoever the French want to point them at. They could be pointed at Malala. They could be pointed at at Russia. They could be pointed at the United Kingdom. Who the hell knows? Yeah. But the French are very independent. You you raise the retirement age in France, they just stop France. That just stops. They really? Just, they just they just lock the place down until until the people and get a hold of the government and you say we don't like that. Yeah. And then the government was like, well, I didn't work out and stuff. So they fix it. So that's, you know, you get sick, the doctor comes to your door. He comes to your house. What You shouldn't go, if you're sick, out. You should, the guy should come to you. Mm. So people can, you know, people, I, I'm getting off on a tangent, but it's like, look. <laughs> yeah, this is the, very. The French are, the French, the, the people make a lot of noise about countries that they don't understand. Mm -hmm. But when you actually understand some of these countries, you know, like Germany and France and, and Denmark and the United Kingdom, it's like, a, this is a different world. Yeah. And these people have, have a, a different way of looking at things and a different way of fixing things and a different way of living. And because it's different, it's not wrong. It's just different. different. Yeah, absolutely. It's just different. And I think, that's, I think that's why it would be cool. I mean, now it's a, I think it's a little too late with us trying, trying to uh, put down some roots here in the area, like with having a kid, buying a house and, and doing all that mm -hmm. jazz. If I had been a technician in, in my early 20s, if I had been smart enough to start in this industry early, I think that it's a an exceedingly valid idea of going, I am a journeyman electrician. Mm -hmm. And I and this skill set transfers anywhere yeah as long as you absolutely. can figure out the language on the banner yeah. <laughs> like if you can yeah. if you can translate you can that, even go to oklahoma <laughs> <laughs> then then you can do this anywhere electricity is the same all over the world it oh, doesn't change that is absolutely wrong you, who told you that <laughs> oh french electricity is french electricity is <laughs> <laughs> we all so much better <laughs> their fingers up in the air there's a whole it's a whole thing the yeah. whole thing but no you're right you're absolutely right you're absolutely right i mean they do have a, a different okay right, right, right. They, they use have... 50 hertz yeah what's up with that I... is 50 divisible can you divide 360 by 50 no no how the hell does that work out i don't even want to know <laughs> but you can divide three... you can divide 360 by 60 and it works out i have no idea how 50 hertz works yeah but I still love y'all with 50 hertz, even though it's wrong. I think it's great. So if you if you could go anywhere to be a, a technician, mm -hmm. you you do your job that you're doing now. But anywhere in the world, you would you'd go to France. No, I'd go to St. Martin. Oh, okay. I'd go to the Caribbean. Yeah, and then I would I would get citizenship there, and then I would and maybe then you could vacation go to, in France, oh, okay. or maybe vacation in 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 Amsterdam or something. And, and but Is I'd St. Martin's Martin. like got the infrastructure that you would it gets have. wiped off the face of the planet every time there's a big old hurricane so, you're so always you have like to rebuild it yeah yeah no i mean they got hurricane proof buildings and stuff like that mm. but it's it's uh it's just a beautiful island and the people there are incredible i went there i went to saint thomas i went to saint martin uh i went to i think uh one of the k's and uh but saint and of all the places i've been in the world and I've been to the Philippines and Korea and mm -hmm. Japan and um, yeah, you've traveled a lot. Kenya, um, 
Digger Garcia, which is this rock, uh, this British-owned rock in the middle of the I.O. I've been a bunch of places. Uh, Singapore. Mm. I love Singapore. Loved it. Just absolutely loved it. But um, of, I would either go to Asia. I'd go back to Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, the Philippines comes to mind because I, I, love, I love the Philippines. Or I would go to St. Martin. Yeah. Uh, because in St. Martin, I took a tour and, and got to meet some people and met just real folks there and just fell in love with the place just absolutely fell in love with the nicest nicest people in the world kenya when i was in kenya in 84 i um i uh uh we went nose to nose with a soviet freighter there Mm -hmm. and that's and when that happened uh they freaked out pulled their acom ladder and mounted a a guard on the folksal with an ak-47 and i mean they were absolutely thought like we were coming to, to hurt them and so they gave us very specific instructions to not like give these guys any crap because mm-hmm. it was a, still a cold war so we got off the ship there's only i don't know 400 sailors and 900 marines so you know uh <laughs> two-thirds of us or whatever got off the boat so we're all walking by and we're trying not to make eye contact and there's a bunch of soviet sailors just kind of watching us walk by and I made eye contact with one mm-hmm. and, and and you could see it in his eyes he was like you lucky so much. he goes <laughs> they pulled the acom ladder when you when you bastard showed up and so we can't go on Liberty now because you know we're about ready to go to, we're about to go tear Mombasa apart and um, anyway I went out and, and drank beer and had a good time and I came back uh, I bought a bunch of carved animals there but at one point I was coming back on the bus and the bus was being guarded by a 14-year-old with an, with an SKS rifle, honest Whoa. to God. Yeah, we get on the bus, and there's a kid with a rifle, I mean an, an, an automatic SKS, standing yeah. to guard us on the bus, which I don't know what the hell he's guarding us from. I don't know if it's pissed off giraffes or what. But anyway, okay, just as long as I don't, as as I don't get shot. <laughs> so I see the, I see, I think I see the stop I'm supposed to get off, and so I, I get off on this stop, and I realize that I'm like two miles from the boat. Yeah. And I did that a lot uh, as a as a drunken sailor because I just was stupid. So I get off the boat, and I wasn't drunk, but I just get off, or I get off the bus, and I, I've got all this shit with me unpacking. And uh, there's a guy who got off before me, and he was probably 70, 100 feet ahead of me. And so I'm walking the same direction he is. Uh-huh. And he works for this port. And I'm, I can... I know I've got a long ways to walk, and he does too. So he just stops, and I catch up to him. And he's a local guy, and he uh-huh. speaks English because they were they were a British colony. And he goes, "Well, what's your name?" And I told him, and I, yeah, told me his name, and we got to talk. And and it was one of the most memorable conversations I've wow. had, except I can't remember his name. But it was <laughs> one of the most memorable conversations I had because I had no idea just how well grounded. Uh, these folks were and yeah. how much they appreciated us being there, how much money we spent in their town, how much it meant for us. You know, he kind of kind of dug into the Soviet Union because they didn't spend any money and because probably didn't have any to spend. <laughs> and he goes, when you guys show up, because four ships showed up. Right. And he goes, you guys, like, you know, we all come alive. Yeah. And I said, well, what do you do? He goes, oh, I work here. And he, he did some sort of maintenance work for him. And it just was a, a fantastic time. He invited me to his house. I mean, geez, you know, it was like the whole nine yards. I yeah. thought... God, here I am. I'm I'm literally on the other side of the globe, mm-hmm. and I feel more at home with this guy than if I'd walked down the streets of 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 San Diego. Yeah, which is where I'm from. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, Third and F Street in San Diego, you get your head crushed. So I was like, this what's well, gonna happen here? That's a big thing with 
<clears throat> like there's the the term othering people, mm-hmm. right? When you make them, the, the it's those people. You dehumanize them, yeah. right? And that's what causes a ton of conflict in any situation. You're right. I mean, we can get we can get down to even like you work for company A installing, uh, you know, silent night devices. Mm-hmm. You other the other companies right. and the techs that work for them, and now they're the enemy. They're competition. They're installing the exact same, same system. Thing, man. They're doing the exact same yeah. thing as you. They have a family. They have wants and needs yep. and, and hobbies outside of work, and they hang out with their buddies. They're most likely friends with your friends' friends. Like, mm-hmm. you guys are somehow connected, but you look at them and go, oh, we don't we don't associate with those right. guys. Like, right. There's, all, that and there's always six degrees of separation. Right? Everybody knows Kevin Bacon. And, what the hell? And so we we you, you extrapolate that out yeah. to the world, right? And And that's exactly the lesson is, like, learning to accept people for just being human and and the more you expose yourself to it the more you see that people are just people they're not those people they're other people um the the most amount of exposure i got to that was i i did a mission trip down in peru for Mm -hmm. a week and um i was i went down there and i i hung out with uh I hung out in a hotel mm-hmm. with a family of people and then we would go into the village and um, we would, you know, go. I, I ended up playing with kids a bunch mm-hmm. because I'm a big goofball and um, I fit in the clown outfit. So there the it very quickly became the children of this Peruvian village hunted oh, no me down to hit me with sticks because I was the guy. It was great. It was fun as heck. Hey, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, I even ended up on the radio. Down oh, no there. kidding. Yeah. On Peruvian really, radio. Yeah, Peruvian radio. How yeah. Cool it was that really be? fun. And you just hang out with people, right? Yeah. Like, and you're just there to 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 talk to them. And that was so crazy. It was so fun to be able to have that experience of just being like, I, normally we say, oh, these other cultures, they do right. these weird things and I don't understand it. But to go and integrate and go and try and, and be a part of it. Well, it, I it, deep fried um, guinea pig. Really? Way. Yeah. They eat guinea pig there? Oh, yeah. Really? Like, it was how good? we eat chickens? Yeah, they eat guinea pig? They eat guinea pig. They have... I was walking down the street. I had no right? idea. Guinea Me and my, was, my was now wife, delicacy. then girlfriend, we were sure. walking down the street. Big timer. Yeah. <laughs> and we're we're just talking about stuff. And all of a sudden we hear... <laughs> and we look oh, over no. and there is a crate of guinea pigs. And like they showed us. We They yeah. opened it up. Yeah. And it's... You open it up. They're, they're just crawling all over each other. And we're like, what are all these guinea pigs for? And they're like... It's food. It's chow. Yeah. It's pig. <laughs> yeah, no, I, <laughs> you, know? I, you know, it is, it is what I, I certainly, yeah, we got, the first time I got to Singapore, we get off the, we get off the boat and everybody wanted to go to McDonald's. I have no idea why. And so we heard it would No, I mean, in <laughs> Singapore. And I, I was like, oh, okay, okay, no, right, I mean, yeah. and, and rightfully so. You're, you're away from home and it, it reminds you of home and, yeah. you know, I get it. So, no, I didn't get it. Anyway, we, we saw the line and I thought, I can't. I'm not going to, we're not going to wait in that line. Yeah. It was huge. So there was this big, like, warehouse. If you can imagine, uh, like, a, just the roof of a warehouse, like the top part of it, and the outside's, you know, yeah. hollow, so people can walk in and out, with, like, chain, like a chain wall. Remember they used to have trucks where instead of having a roll-up door, they had chain? Yeah. 
Okay, so that's what the whole thing was around the outside. Wow, so they could lock crazy. it with chain. Yeah. You know, and it had a track on it and stuff. And I said, well, that looks like they serve food. Yeah. And then, like, the lunch bell rang or something, and all the Singaporeans piled out of their buildings and into this place Yeah, across the street. So I was like, I have to, we have to go there and look. And it was five rows of little tiny uh, food things. You could get everything. You could get, like, sugar cane. Mm -hmm. They would take sugar cane and run it through this little hand press and give you cane Really? Sugar cane drink right there. Yeah. Like that if that's that was what one of the stalls yeah. was. We ate there morning, noon, and night <laughs> the whole time we were in Porto. Really? Every time I went to Singapore, I ate. And and they were all over Singapore. So you could eat off the like you could get on the train in Singapore and eat on the floor. I've never been in a place so clean in my life. Really? It is unbelievably clean. You can't chew gum there. You like you get in trouble to hit you with a cane. So I mean you don't want to screw up. <laughs> but they uh the food was unbelievable. Yeah. And I remember eating there and thinking, uh, you know, watching like, like they all had colored plates and colored mm -hmm. chopsticks and colored, uh, or, or colored plates and, and cups and stuff. And then you get your chopsticks. And uh, like I was eating like these purple colored plates. And then you could see the guy wash the plates behind, behind the thing in a five gallon bucket with soap. And I'm thinking, I don't have dishwashers here at the time, you know. I'm thinking, ah, well, how was it? I mean, it's all one big. Then there was a, even in this place, there was a wharf rat that yeah. walked across the top of the inside the thing. A wharf it, rat? Yeah, it's as big as, it's bigger than my dog. It's bigger than one of my dogs. It must have, it must have been 20 pounds. What? I've never seen a rat so big in my life. It's just a rat. Yeah, it looked like a nutria on steroids. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And it was just, and I went, what the hell was that? It had a long tail. And I went, wow. And the guy goes, I think that's a wharf rat. I think that's called a wharf rat. Hmm. And I'm like, and it was just there. Like, I yeah. don't know, you know, we're in the Navy. Like, yeah, we'd eaten lots of weird things. Yeah. So, but yeah, we, so we would get on a train and go to different parts of Singapore, of the city and see it. And then there would be another one of these like little places to eat or, or not little, but these places full of food. Oh man. Into the beer was cheap. Oh my god! Yeah, we just ate like kings. I mean, we ate. I ate. I ate myself silly in Singapore. <laughs> oh my god! I did the same thing in Hong Kong, but it was more of a different. It was a different, more more of a different feel. Sure, you know. Plus, I got. Um, <clears throat> I got Montezuma's Revenge. <laughs> oh really? And, yeah, out of Hong Kong. I mean, I, I got so yeah. whatever that is. Almost died. Yeah, it was. No, I didn't die, but it. Um, there's a you know when you go to Mexico and you drink the water and you're not prepared for it yeah yeah that yeah only oh, I got that in Hong Kong yeah yeah it was not it was not pretty <laughs> it was not pretty but um, I survived I'm here all right so you'd go and enjoy island life as a as oh a I would go to St yeah. Martin in a heartbeat yeah. yeah I would I would specifically be trying to get a job somewhere near Hobbiton in New Zealand Hobbiton yeah is that a place yeah man. Have you seen make? Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Yeah. The, so where they start in the Shire? The, the place, That's a real place? They built that for real. Oh. 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 I thought it was like No, it in didn't Hollywood. exist before the Well, movie. I guess, they, no, they filmed it in New, in New yeah, Zealand. Yeah, they, they filmed it in New Zealand. Is and, the Matrix there? <laughs> no. no. Well, they filmed that there. Did they really? Yeah. They didn't know that? They filmed the Matrix in New Zealand? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. No. Yeah, the guy, the the the... Agent Smith? Yeah. 
He's a New Zealand actor. He's in, he's from New Zealand. Okay. He's uh uh he played on Long Longmire. He he played the sheriff in Longmire. Okay. And so he's like, yeah, yeah. man. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, like I I wonder I wonder if um St. Martin's has uh the same situation or not. Oh. But I I'm I'm interested now to see what other places have this sort of like temporary visa to go work. Because if you're a young yeah. technician, if yeah. you if you don't have a, a family, if you're like you know, I'm I'm doing my job, I'm yeah. saving up money, I'm kind of just living life. Like it might be worth doing. It, it, might it be. could be a way for you to go and see the world and and see new cultures and learn different things, yeah. right? While you're working, like I think that's probably one of the coolest things that our trade, that a lot of trades provide is that it's an opportunity to learn and become better while you're getting paid to do it mm -hmm. compared to let me shell out thousands right, and right, thousands me... of dollars to go learn how to do something I'm probably not going to use. Right. Which I speak from experience. So you have, one. you have a degree? <laughs> me? Yeah. Yes. In what? Marketing, uh, right? I, I, no, I got it. I got my degree in, um, uh, it's been so long. Um, <laughs> video production and media. We yeah. are in that field now tonight. Yeah, because I've I've like scraped and clawed to be able to do this right, and it. So I started podcasting <clears throat> when I was trying to get a job as a T-shirt printer mm -hmm. and videographer. I I wanted to be a videographer that you know I I would go you hire me and I do whatever yeah. weddings, music videos, whatever. My ultimate goal. When I went to film school, and I say film school, what it, it sounds more prestigious than it was. But when I went to school for film school, I I wanted to come out of it and start making very specifically Christian band music videos. Huh. I wanted that's what I wanted to do with my life. Okay. Um, because bands like Emery. Mm -hmm. Uh, DC Talk, Skillet. Uh, DC Talk was a little bit older at the time. Skillet, yes, absolutely. Skillet uh, was De really good. Demon Hunter mm -hmm. uh, was a big one of mine. Like these bands, they would make music videos, and I was like, "This is dope. Yeah. I want to. I want. I love the music. I love the message. I love the the video making aspect. So sure. let's do. Let's put it all together. I got my degree, came out, and there's nobody that's going to hire me to do that. Like, especially <laughs> in, in like Portland, Oregon, nobody's going to hire me to do right. that. So, right. um, but there are other bands. I mean, yeah. So I, I was like, let me go find other places where I can work. And this one guy in Woodburn was like, Hey, come on in. Um, mm -hmm. and, and we'll chat. And, uh, and I sent him my, the link to my YouTube page where I had done some videos and he's like, man, you do you do some good videos. It's really cool. Um, would you like to be on my podcast? And I'm like, I don't know what that is. No kidding. I don't. I have no idea what that is. And he's like, well, um, and this is uh, this is a guy. He makes. Uh, he used to. I don't know what he does anymore. But he would make TV shows and podcasts for um, like Mexican TV. Mm -hmm. um, and he did it all in Woodburn. Like, well, yeah, and, that's cool. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> and so he's like. He's like, um, he's like, you're gonna be on a podcast. It's gonna, it's gonna broadcast down in in Mexico on this uh, channel. And I'm like, that's, 
that's cool, whatever, yeah, man. No I don't care even yeah. a little bit about where it goes. I just want the experience. So he sat down with me. He pulled out this teeny tiny little mixer. He put a microphone in my hand. He just started asking me about making videos and stuff. And I was like, okay, what do you do with it now, now that it's yeah. done? And yeah. he's like, oh, I'm going to put it into this program. I'm going to edit it down, mix it, make it sound good, and then ship it off. Huh. And immediately I was like, well, this is what I'm going to spend the rest of my life doing. I'm going to chase this feeling forever. And so I started making more podcasts. And and it wasn't until I I met my business partner and he was a journalist and Mm -hmm. I was a quote unquote podcaster. We put it together and I was able to actually. And that's where you came up with Lewis and Lovecraft, uh, the first one. Uh. That's where Between we came up with the, the the Canby podcast. The oh, Canby the Canby news. one, the Canby yeah. news. Okay. So we do we do the news for the town of Canby, um, and that's what takes care of our studio here and and where I get to say yes, I'm I'm a professional podcaster, mm-hmm. and I put to put use I put to use my degree, you know, and so then which is, which is true, you did. Yeah, I mean, you did. You you went into that that field, but it was it why was, aren't you a millionaire? What the hell. <laughs> I, I don't know, you. man. I trusted I you. I trusted I'm you. I'm trying. Uh, well, but then I became an electrician, right? Or or, uh, or low volt tech, and because I had to pay the bills, I had to take care of wife to, and you kid, had to eat. And eat, you know, yeah. sleep, breathe, all that stuff that requires money nowadays. So I I got into podcasting, uh, doing it with you. Yeah. But I was an early adopter and listener to podcasts after the last format change of my favorite radio station hmm. my my favorite terrestrial radio station and i got so mad i wrote the the you know the producer the the program director and yeah. i said pack sand here's the answer <laughs> to your job it's called podcasting. podcasting yeah and it was matter of fact i still mimic the the guy they took off who's not who's mike ricker yeah and he is up in seattle now he he works he was from there and uh, he was big timer he he would he had the funniest shtick on the radio it would make me i he was riotous to listen to yeah riotous when they took him off the air and they changed the entire format i went i'm done i'm done i'm done i have to find it and rick emerson had a talk show and he went podcasting and so rick emerson and sarah x dillon they did two podcasts, and so I subscribed at eighty bucks a year to Rick yeah. Emerson's podcast because I thought Rick Emerson and still do. I, I just love him; he's an excellent, excellent broadcaster. Yeah, um, listened to his podcast, and he got me into Stephanie Miller, and then that that went on. And so I have been literally listening to podcasts since Rick Emerson went off the air right. and, and into podcasting, which honestly would would have been uh, whenever UFO KUFO changed your format. Sure. So. Uh, Right before that, yeah, is when I went into it, and I've been, I ended up been a, and I didn't, I still, I stopped listening to podcasts when I started doing this. Yeah, that happens. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I did it when I started between Lewis and Lovecraft, which I did after the Camby news, um, because I met uh, a friend of mine, Hannah, who reads more than I do, and I, and I wanted to do a show where we get to talk about mm-hmm. authors and stuff because I write books. And I stopped listening listening to a lot of podcasts at that point because I um, wanted to read more, but oh. I didn't have time to physically open up a book, so mm-hmm. I needed to listen to audiobooks to do it. And and that's one of the reasons why Half Watt exists, because I was at work listening to audiobooks and podcasts 
nonstop Mm -hmm. pulling wire and trimming devices and you know doing labeling Mm -hmm. like just the most boring tedious things you can do especially as an apprentice and and so like i just i i realized that i was obtaining all this information i i could listen to an audiobook about a person's life and then a couple weeks later sit down and just spill it all out in my own voice mm-hmm. rem- you know holding on to the information enough to be able to have that and i still like one of the best things about between lewis and lovecraft is now when i'm at parties or get togethers like you know i can be like oh did you know c.s lewis had a spanking fetish like these weird things that. yeah it's super cool go listen to my podcast oh, no. um no kidding yeah for real huh. it's a real thing um <clears throat> And yeah, like, yeah. let that be a lesson to you. <laughs> uh, that like, and so I'm realizing listening to information is a especially while you're doing something. It, there's something about it that integrates it into your mind. Mm-hmm. At least for me, I, I don't know about other people. I just assumed that other people were the same way because they're also listening to podcasts. Yeah, one of the first journeymen I had at my first company, um, he introduced me to Dan Carlin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And hardcore that's a, history. That's a that's a good podcast. Which you know, I'm not I'm not going to mention who it is or or where he works, but if you know who you are, just know that you introducing me to that show mm-hmm. is a direct reason why this show is happening because mm-hmm. I listened to that and went, "This is fantastic. I'm learning. I'm I'm becoming better as as just a human being because I'm absorbing history." And yeah. its lessons. Yeah. While I'm doing, while I'm trimming data jacks, you know, <laughs> I can be a better you're person. You're doing two things at once. You're getting better at doing yeah. your, your hands work and you're listening I to Dan. I'm building this building yeah. while I'm infusing more information into yeah. my brain. I get the, I get the same thing. And so that just created this fire for this show where I, I'm, and I, it was almost immediately after that that I talked to you so, the first time. So you were sitting in my class, and we were, we were, you said, oh, "I have a, a podcast," and I said, "I'd love to, I'd love to do a podcast." And, and I said, was, and you said, Good. "Very then, earnestly." Yeah, when the time's right, I said, "Well, when the time's right, give yeah. me a call," and you did. Yeah, and here we are. And I, and I, yeah. So that that's what this is. If you're if you're listening to this show, then then the hope is through our lectures through our you know fun roundtables through interviews yeah. with people you're learning a little bit more about the industry or you, you know hell just being a good person right yeah and the hope is that you share that with other people and that you tell people about the show because we've been doing this for a year and a half now yeah right and and we're we're seeing a little bit more numbers come in and it's fantastic i love it more than anything, popping on and seeing how much this has grown. But we're not getting a ton of engagement. And mm-hmm. like I said earlier, the number one thing I want out of this is to build that community of people who have knowledge, have a passion for what they do, a pride in what they do, mm-hmm. which if you talk to most technicians, they take pride in their work. They do. So share that with they us. They do, yeah. And there's no reason not to. And I don't, I don't go into all the things I'm interested in. I don't talk about horses. I don't talk about ham radio. I don't talk about physics. I don't you talk slipped about in UFOs a couple UFOs weeks ago. You did often. get it in there. <laughs> well, that's been, thanks, Alan. That's been a recent <laughs> desire of mine. Uh, or military. Yeah. Or 
you know, Navy crap too much. You know, I just kind of like people who know me because when I teach, I cover all that stuff. I don't cover World War Two very often, although we talked about doing, you know, the yeah, a, a the podcast, shoot off. yeah, the, a, a shoot off of that, which I I think would be if we awesome. if we were ever able to get to numbers where <laughs> we could get sponsorships, yeah, um, if. Look, if you're a if you're a company and you want to talk to us about you know having an ad or being a part of the show, yeah. let us know. Seriously, halfwattpod at gmail That's how you can reach us. If we were able to bring in more money and justify the yeah. the studio time, then we have so many ideas. Oh man, we've I've got I would open up I you would open up Pandora's box for yeah. me. I would cover I would immediately cover uh, the change in technology. Because of because of war, yeah. because of, of the military, which is a huge passion of mine. Yeah. And now that the now that I've aligned that with this with this UAP UFO thing and 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 physics, which has been my current mistress, uh, <laughs> it is. It's it's yeah. just consuming. And the podcasts that I do listen to now are literally about that about that yeah. about physics and and stuff like that. And. Um, so that that has been a passion of mine, yeah. and uh, I I don't think I don't think anybody could do a podcast on horses. You know, what you do with your horse? You do. Well, I'll pick poop out of its hoof. Yeah, <laughs> I did that. I'm not gonna lie, that sounds. A it is. Boring. It is. It is kind of. Yeah. yeah. I know Gage has an idea or two for yeah. shows that he wants to do on his own, and and I want to support that. I you know. I really, I just want, I like being the guy behind the computer, yeah. right? Um, especially for this, because I don't know, I don't know enough about the trade to be the voice of it, right? I love listening. I love learning and taking it in. Mm -hmm. um, and so being behind the computer allows me to do that. It allows me to listen to the conversations and take in as much as I can to, to be a better person and technician. That being said, you know, if there's a if there is a uh, uh, a niche of people who want a trade oriented Dungeons and Dragons podcast, yeah. you know, I'll do that. Yeah. I could see <laughs> I can that. Do that. There's a lot of people into that. So, there's a lot of people into that. Yeah, more than no, more than you think. I I love when I'm on a work site and you find another mm -hmm. fantasy nerd. D and D nerd or, or someone, and I'm always surprised. And this comes from me being the the lonely nerdy kid in high school. When there's a couple of ladies that I talk to, who and I'm like, yeah, I play D and D a lot, and they're like, oh, I love D and D. And hmm. I'm like, really? This is weird that you're a female electrician. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're already a minority, mm -hmm. and within that minority. You now are you're, also a D &D now you're also nerd. a D&D like, nerd, yeah. There's a 1% chance that that's right. happened. And uh I mean, I think I'm always I'm always excited when I find someone that I wouldn't expect. I had, I met our our police officers of Canby and I found out that they play D&D. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And I was oh, like I would this never is, have, I would never This have is one of that. the greatest things I never I've would ever have heard. thought that. Yeah. And they were explaining their characters to me and I was like well, now that would be hilarious. I was so excited. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. See, and and I I think that I think you could spin off and talk about barbecue. I think there's, there's <laughs> no. I bull, you think I think I'm bullshitting you, but there are people I know who are are huge fanatics in cooking. You know, and yeah. and, and and barbecuing is a huge deal. Yeah. And uh, obviously beer, beer drinking, but I don't do that anymore. But um, you know, there's there's I've got a I've got 
my soon to be uh, other journeyman, Chris, who I want to get on the show as well, uh, is really into fantasy sports, like yeah. really into fantasy sports. Like that's his whole shtick. And he coaches sports for his kids and, mm. and you know, stuff like that. Uh, I'm I'm kind of a dullard in in sp- I don't know anything about the sports balls. I know nothing. I know nothing about the sports balls. Yeah. Like I don't know, you know, if you get a home run when you play football or not. I have no idea. But um, I mean, I know enough to be you know dangerous about it. It's just not my cup of tea. Sure. But there, are, uh, even in the students that that I've interviewed, you know, that I've uh, not interviewed but had talk about stuff. I got a I've got a guy who's a former pilot. Like yeah. I flew commercial airlines for like all over the globe. Yeah. I would love to have him on the podcast. Yeah, I would man. love to have a guy who was a pilot who left left being a pi- a commercial pilot, not not a private pilot that also, you know, I mean I, I I'm would not talk saying about t- Chip. We just had Chip yeah. on the show, right? He used to be a firefighter. Yeah. Now yeah. he's now he's installing now fire he's installing systems. <laughs> so, you know, you've got all these folks with these other things that they did. We need to do a show or a series called My Past Life. Right, what I used to do. Yeah, where it's like just the I my very first journeyman used to be an archaeologist. What? Yeah. Get out. It's crazy what archaeologists? Pe- yeah. Like graphic designers, <laughs> How do you change archaeologists, from- high volt guys who want to go low volt, low volt guys who want to go high volt. We got firefighters. We got Navy SEALs. Yeah, yeah. Like this industry has everybody. It does. It really, really does. There, the the IT guy I used to work with, I could probably get him on the show. He used to drive a tank for the Corps. <laughs> he, was a, he was a Marine tanker. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I find military stuff is still yeah. trips me up. So um i've met i've worked with now i've worked with two seals one force recon guy a force recon is a navy is a, a marines not i would say marines version of seals but that's unfair yeah uh force recon is a different different group of people I still twist your neck just as well as anybody else um just a different just a different discipline i've met guys who did uh worked on nuke weapons in the air force i've met you know avionics technicians i've met uh construction people i've yeah. met it, it's it's insane. There's a, a huge rogues gallery of yeah. of people who have had different career paths, different career paths, and they landed retail here. people yeah. who left retail and 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 stuff like that to 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 jump out of that. Yeah, that, you know, uh, uh, mechanics, diesel mechanics, mm-hmm. car mechanics. We have a mechanic at uh, at our company yeah. who left to become a, a to, to do something different. Yeah. So I mean, and it's great because. It's always interesting to see what information they bring mm-hmm. to this, right? You know, you have mechanics who are like, you know, yeah, I know how a car works, but I don't know how this system works. And then you go, look, it's logic relay or it's relay logic. Yeah, usually. It's yeah. it's it's open or close. And it, I feel like the the couple mechanics I've talked to, it clicks with them mm-hmm. real fast. I had a guy listen who was one of my mechanics that was in my class on Tuesday, and yeah. I was doing the DC to Daylight lecture. And of course, it's always different, so I was doing a different a different format. You don't just play our first episode and then walk no, out. No, no, <laughs> but I I did this a little bit differently this mm-hmm. time because I've always been changing it up, and I'm trying to throw a little bit more physics into it, a little bit less just obtrusiveness and yeah. Um, and uh, one of the guys who was a mechanic said, this must be how the ODB2 uh, systems communicate out 
the car computer communicates out to an OBG2 reader mm -hmm. because there was an earlier version before ODB2 that I think used pulse cold modulation, picked up exactly what I was laying down. Yeah. Exactly what yeah. I was laying down. I'm like, dude, bingo. <laughs> so, because it's all about communication. Yeah. It's all about communications. This is a form of communications. Mm -hmm. Everything about when I teach, well, this is Morse code, this is radar, this is FM, this is AM, this is frequency shift king, this is blah, 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 blah. This is all these techniques, all this, this is Baudet, this is the, you know, all these things from our history all the way back into the 1800s mm -hmm. and earlier really uh all the way to now that we're still using yeah so you can't look back at you know 1790 and go that was a long time ago no that's the stuff that they were working on then all the way through the 1800s all the way through the 1900s we're still using in 2000 yeah so that's not ancient history yeah it's not it's still relative to, it's still relative to what we're doing. Yeah, and and when I when you can see people come alive when I show them that they're like, oh my god, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you could go back and look at World War II and realize that oh my god, this, these people weren't. It wasn't black and white then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just because we didn't have a lot of color films <laughs> of it. You know, the people saw in color and they and they yeah. had technology that that we should know about and yeah. we should understand. And when you realize that, oh my God, you know, most of these people that I'm teaching now were born, you know, in the, some of them were born in the, in the, <laughs> in the, in the, in the late teens, uh, late 90s. early 2000s. Yeah, or the 2000s. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, you don't. You born, if you were born just after 9 11, you're, you're 22 years old, right? Yeah. So big timer. It's a, it, they're, they're in the workforce. So, um, I'm excited to see the future of our industry and the techs that come along with it. Um, I think we're going to wrap up here. Well, <clears throat> that was an exciting, you know, time we just spent and we had, we had been BSing for a good hour before we got here. So <laughs> we, we were, were already, our pumps yeah, were already primed. Yeah. Um, the big question for you guys, this, this episode is going to be, if you could go to another country, yeah, where would you go? Where would you be a tech? If it's America, that's fine. Is it a different state in America? Is it right, you know, maybe you want to go to Louisiana for yeah. some ungodly reason? Maybe go. you want to go to Alaska. Hey, if you want to just go to Hawaii, <laughs> go, like we want to hear it. We want to hear where it is, why it is. Yeah. Um, it should be New Zealand, specifically either Mount Doom or it, you know, it, and and but, and get and but but get involved with this and and let us know that you're out there. Let us know that you care. Even if you just drop us a message and say, "Hey, yeah. man, I don't want to go anywhere. I like it in Oregon because I love the fucking rain." Fine, but um, but do do communicate to us and 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 if you let us know what you think. Just, if your boss wants to sponsor this, if you want to chip in some scratch for your company to to sponsor this podcast or be a part of it, and then we say sponsored by that'd be cool. Yeah, That'd be super cool. It'd be super cool. I mean, it really, <laughs> I didn't really know this was gonna turn into a what? What is it called? Like a funathon where it's always yeah, like, yeah. Like it's <laughs> make like, sure you it's help your... us, or else we're gonna be turned <laughs> off by no. the end of the year. That's not what's gonna happen. But, but what? What do they call it on the in the PBS world? It's uh, I can't remember. I can only think of funathon. No, but but I know that's not right. It's the every because I'm thinking of the office when yeah. Michael's like it was a fundraiser, not a fundraiser. <laughs> We had a lot of fun, <laughs> oh um, but yeah, uh, telethon. telethon, telethon, yeah, right, yeah, 
Welcome oh, to yeah. the tele- PBS Telethon. Make sure you show us support so that show we can- Show us support so then and, and everybody turns it off because yeah, you, can't take, you can't take it anymore. <laughs> it's, it's just- That's not what this is. No, because no, I'm not really looking for scratch that way. I'm just looking for um, information and, yeah. and let's move some data and let's talk about what's, what's important to you. And, uh, you know, I would think a live broadcast, honest to God, That'd be super a fun, live man. broadcast with, with other electricians, like on a Friday night when they can get, let, their, let their hair down and just be themselves, just hang gosh, out, guys. Uh, would be hilarious. Yeah. And then I can just be like, I can totally uncork because I keep a lot of, yeah, <laughs> a lot of characters don't come out because um, I don't want people to blacken my eye, but whatever. So yeah, reach out, tell us where you would go if you could be a tech anywhere in the world, uh, halfwattpod at gmail.com. Um, and uh, yeah, and we'll see you guys next week uh, for another round table. And make sure you go check out two websites for us. First is our Instagram, right? right. Um, our Instagram is at halfwattpod. Um, we need followers there because we do contests. People, someone just won a whole pack out. Yeah, we want to do more. Contests. That was a big deal. So go that check was a big that deal. Out. Um, our YouTube. Um, every once yep. in a while, I'm able to film and put on to our YouTube our our episodes. So if you want to see our pretty faces, um, the more followers we get oh, there, subscribers, I am, the I more justifies me. Handsome. I mean, if you don't know that, <laughs> if you've not seen me. I am absolutely stunning. Yeah. So there you got that going for you. Um, then then I can justify right sticking cameras in front of people <laughs> and being like, look, we have subscribers now. We have to yeah. give them something to look at. And if you're really nice, I'll show you my my 100-pound German Shepherd who guards me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> business. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, go ahead and uh, close us out there. there might all right, be. all right, big timers. So this is this is for you. This is really for you. So let's uh, let's get involved with it. Uh, and uh, and even if you do live in Oklahoma, we'll we'll accept. I'm always picking on Colton. So. <laughs> I love you, Colton. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. Thanks for listening to the Half Watt Podcast. We always want to hear from you, and we encourage you to email us at halfwattpod at gmail.com with questions or even your own stories. Funny, crazy, or praiseworthy, we want to hear it all. You can follow us on Instagram at halfwattpod to stay up to date on our feed. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share us with a friend, the best way to help us grow. The Half Watt Podcast is a production of Now Hear This Studios.